we'd like to welcome you back to our third part of our emergency freedom alert for November 9th, 2020. It should be our final part. And next report is 5G fund for rural America hands over U.S. farms to big tech. So they're letting no stone unturned. Satan is letting no stone unturned. The Federal Communications Commission, FCC, last week established the 5G fund for rural America. The fund will hand over billions of dollars worth of taxpayer money to the world's largest telecom providers. Uh, in exchange, the telecom giants will build 5G infrastructure in rural regions in the U.S., including the infrastructure needed for 5G wireless farming, known as precision agriculture. Precision agriculture involves the use of sensors in fields to measure moisture and temperature levels, satellites and drones that provide remote, real-time images of crops, and even wireless sensors. What did we do up until now because we didn't have this? Can I just can't imagine. And even wireless sensors attached to cattle that monitor their health and track their location. Proponents of precision agriculture see it as a path towards increased profitability, sustainability, and ability for farmers to determine the exact optimal amount of water, fertilizers, and pesticides. But critics say it's simply a marriage between agribusiness and spy technology. Hope Shand, research director for ETC Group, told CorpWatch that precision farming is about co-modification and control of information. And it is among the high-tech tools that are driving the industrialization of agriculture, the loss of local farm knowledge, and the erosion of farmers' rights. <clears throat> Global Research, in its report, 5G Agriculture, Food from Frankenstein Farming, described 5G food as a GMO lookalike and concluded that 5G agriculture is one more toxic scam within the egregious global rollout of 5G, thank you, Donald Trump, and its attempt to monitor, control, and irritate all that lives, breathes, and has the expectation of life worth living. The FCC will hold two rounds of reverse auctions to distribute up to $9 billion for deploying your, your taxpayer money hard at work for deploying 5G networks in the country's rural areas. Telecom companies like Verizon and AT&T and satellite companies like Space Mobile and Link are eligible to bid during this reverse auction. The 5G fund follows in the steps of a smaller UK initiative uh, called 5G Rural First, where the UK government gave Cisco 5.5 million pounds to run a number of different 5g experiments in rural areas across the country see they want to just control everything lock stock and barrel the big cities you know are the first priority and then they're going to work their way out both the 5g rural first and the new u.s 5g rural fund are dependent upon the internet of things device or the iot devices to support communication between the farm and the rest of the world the iot involves an exponential increase in devices connected to the internet broadening the domain of internet connectivity from phones and computers to everything including heaters dishwashers home security systems self-driving cars refrigerators traffic lights trash cans water systems smart roads and yes even diapers yes they've got now that even incorporated into some diapers so i just say try to resist this takeover every way shape you can go old school whenever you can even if it's more of a hassle because this is where it's all leading total absolute control over us lock stock and barrel 
All right, next report. Prepare yourselves. The Simpsons, the cartoon, predicts it again. Also, on my other YouTube channel, Jailbreak Overlander, I just uploaded this video this morning, but I have had a military airman come on and help me with building your own first aid kit, individual first aid kit, building your own escape and evade thing. There's a lot on here. Now, I'm, I'm playing this because it's part of the video we put up, and... This is his other channel, Jailbreak Overlander, and um, it has other stuff regarding, like, survival. That will help you get prepared. Now, remember, everyone's like, well, you're going to drag all this stuff when you bug out. Do you even know what this, any of this means? When everything goes horribly wrong, are you going to wait for these guys to send you food? Do you know how we talk about The Simpsons all the time and how The Simpsons always shows us what's coming down the pike? Well, this is what The Simpsons is predicting for a couple months from now. Yeah. This is The Simpsons right here telling you what's coming, and, and everyone's wearing a mask. You see that? Isn't that beautiful? Okay, now, it, he's March. going really fast here, and um, this is when they're voting, okay? And it says, vote here, vote here, democracy ends in 8.37 minutes or whatever, and they're wearing masks when they're voting. Okay, now this is predictive programming. I don't know when this Simpsons was released, but this is always well before it actually happens. First time you would have ever seen people with masks voting is this last election in America. Coming and, and everyone's wearing a mask. You see that? Isn't that yeah. beautiful? Everyone. In March, and they're the surgical masks, just like they're, people are in now. Tells Homer to, to, uh, to vote, etc., etc. Well, here's the deal. This is what happens when Homer... And Marge is waking him up, and she's wearing a mask, and she wakes him up, and then it goes to January 20th, 2021. Now, I don't know if he voted. I'm assuming he voted in November because it was an electoral cycle. Okay, so I'm assuming he voted in on November 3rd, November 4th, and then he goes back home and goes to sleep, and Mark, Marge wakes him up like, I don't know, the... Uh, Three months later, approximately. January 20th, 2021. And now, all of a sudden, Homer is in the middle of this apocalyptic um, scenario where he's on the roof. He's all, like, got all this, like, garbage body armor on. He's got guns. I, I think he's got a mask. And now he's fighting for his life. There's FEMA um gigantic robots in the streets like basically going through and just annihilating people and it says i'm pretty sure it says either homeland security or fema on them which is what is in charge right now because trump gave gave everything over to fema back in may i believe we played those videos and the world's on, everything's on fire and evidently the pandemic's progressed and uh, the anarchy has ensued and the riots and the pillaging and now they've broke out martial law and the FEMA robe, robots are on the streets now, police in the air. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be this bad, but I'm telling you, the Simpsons have been accurate over and over and over again about predictions they've made. And again, I'm not using Simpsons, but I'm just saying it's one more thing to add to the overall 30,000-foot view of things, okay? I, if, if this is all I had to go on, I wouldn't be playing this. But it adds greatly to what we're already postulating could happen asleep or whatever the simpsons has always shown us what's coming down the pike this is what they do 
Notice that this says Department of Homeland Security right on it. Don't be shocked. Yeah. Don't be a, shocked. It's a big, gigantic, like, robot thing that's like, looks like it's 10 feet tall, heavily armored. It's got guns all over it. And it says Department of Homeland Security, a big insignia right on the, right on the, the front of it. I mean, it's super menacing. It's got lava coming up from the, from the roads, fires everywhere. And who knows, who knows what, you know, they could control the weather. They could control volcanoes. They can control tidal waves. They can create hurricanes. They can dissipate her. They've got all that technology. And if God lets them implement that, that could be one other gigantic, you know, thing to add to the coming chaos. And that was part of my, um, Le'Veon Flu presentation, 2006. That that component. And I've always mentioned that. But stand by. Watch this. This is beautiful. Yeah. So, so then, I mean, the, the robot, the FEMA robot, like, just basically kills an old guy in the street. Kicks, up, kicks him out of the way. It would have been enough to kill him. And then now you see three horses. The white horse pestilence. The... I don't know if it looks like more gray horse famine and then the um, the uh, more reddish horse war. Okay, and it, it's like they're depicting like this is something like the four horsemen of the apocalypse except there's only three horses you're seeing here. Like death death is not in there it looks like yet. Anyway, they're, they're, you see these horses running in um, conjunction with what Homer wakes up to in, in January of 2020. It gives you, it says day, January 20th, 2021. Now, Jeremy was saying that according to his Freemason sources, that by December of this year, which is just next month, you won't be able to recognize America. Now, will any of this come to pass? I don't know. But I'm going to at least put it out there. And God is in control. There's a lot we can pray and uh, praying fast about and god could avert this but i do believe that over and over god's averted things because of our prayers and that's why i do these broadcasts at least in part to give you a heads up and that we can pray and fast about these things i'm not saying this is going to happen but the simpsons has been accurate many times pestilence famine and war pestilence would be an outbreak or some sort of something that makes everybody sick Famine would be what I've been warning you about for months. And are, the, are they? We know the famine's coming. They've already. We, we've played you tons of videos from um, Ice Age Farmer, where that's a foregone conclusion. He's telling everybody to buy his garbage, My Patriot Supply food that's not edible and it's basically a bunch of chemicals and has 33% one star reviews on Amazon. I'm telling you, try to buy things that are more high quality. I would buy. I would go to primarily places like Big Lots and the grocery stores, and get you know, it's much um, dried food and also uh, canned food at this point of things that you will eat as you can. Okay, that that have the least amount of chemicals and ingredients in there that are going to make you sick or hurt you. Okay, um, I think you're far better off going that route than you are buying a, a ton of long-term storage food that's laden with gmos garbage and is no good try to get at least try to get non-gmo and, and try to keep your ingredient list as small as possible i'm not gaining any money by telling you that guys i mean i don't that's the, that's not what i'm thinking about here I'm, I'm trying to think about the best advice i can give you 
And now you, there are good long-term food storage companies out there, but you're going to pay out the nose to get non-GMO foods that are not laden with a ton of chemicals. And you've got to really read labels to do that. Now you've got to read labels if you go to the grocery store too. But I'm just telling you, that's how I would go if, if I was you. So, um, let's go. Months and months before this was even a thing. So order this now. So he's telling you order his garbage food now. You can. And then war. War will be the end result of these two things. Yeah. And and, and could this all be, like, we've talked a lot about World War III for years. What about COVID-21 commingled with famine? Because all the supply lines are going to be shut down at that point anyway. And then war, World War III, let's say we, we finally get this big thing kicked off with world war three which will most likely likely usher in the antichrist and then we've got further lockdowns further mask mandates the covid the covid uh, 19 and then the covid 21 vaccines which will be ongoing and never ending what if all that stuff happens at the same time i have been predicting that when they did finally pull the big trigger they're going to do everything at once to get maximum shock and awe because from a satanic standpoint that's how they're going to get the most bang for their satanic buck i'm showing this in the simpsons i uh i'm gonna go with it I'm going to pay attention because everything yeah. is going to go horribly wrong. Like I said in the video that I made last night, right here, they are starting to lock down. They've locked down. They're trying to invoke new emergency members measures, I'm sorry, in 13 states. I posted this last night on Twitter. And it says these 11 states are starting to lock down again. The strange thing is it says in the actual article, these 13 states are starting to lock down again. But when I posted it on Twitter, it keeps saying 11. I don't know. 11 and 13 are two big numbers. But I showed this last night in the video. Florida, Michigan, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Illinois, New Mexico, Colorado, Idaho, Wisconsin, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania and Texas. Yeah. Be ready. Or don't. It doesn't make any difference. I can't say that. It does make a difference to me because I've met a lot of you people and I'm going to meet more, hopefully. But it's coming. It is without a doubt coming. And it's it's funny because you've got other channels that do impersonations of me and this, that, and the other thing. And it's cool. But here's something. I noticed in the comments that they said... I do a mean impersonation of Richie from Boston. I'm just... I'm giving you fair warning. I mean, it's it's pretty good. And and I don't hit every impersonation, impersonation as well as I hit his. But it's, it's pretty... It's pretty good. It's up there. I always say, like I told you, like I... Well, there's a reason for that. When you've been talking about the things we've been talking about over the years, when they start happening in real time, you need to remind people. Because... All our circumstances are not normal right now. Everything that's happening is everything we've been talking about for a year. And it's happening. And these guys are trying to go for it all over again. Be ready. Or don't. It's your call. I want to read this prayer that somebody... Okay, so we have that. Um, Not real big on praying with Richie from Boston. Sorry, I'm... He's throws f-bombs and and things of this nature and then he anyway um another video redacted uh 
Why is Mo Mo the Moderna vaccine doc redacted like a classified military document? Okay, so that was a David Knight video, and it's gone. It's gone. He took it off his channel. But it was entitled, Why is the Moderna vaccine doc redacted like a classified military document? And I watched it, and it essentially just went over, and he was showing just one of the vaccines being developed. I'm just assuming a messenger RNA cultured off an aborted baby, the COVID-19 vaccines. And it was like just the the, the um, information that was available was all blacked out it, it was it would have been like going and getting something from a, a freedom of information request for something from area 51 that's what it looked like why is it so secretive these wonderful vaccines that they want to inject into us why is there such secrecy and such non-transparency around these devil vaccines i don't know but I don't know, maybe he got a lot of heat on him. I just watched this thing yesterday and it was already it's already down now. So that kind of uh that kind of stinks. I believe I was able to find it. I did the keyword search. It was listed several uh times on YouTube. Every one of those was removed, of course, that they will not allow anything like that. Bit shoot, you could still find things. And um evidently this was too hot and I don't know. They removed it for some reason, even off alex jones's channel so um i'll just go ahead and play this video here as he points out all the uh, surveillance initiatives are proposed after 9 11 things like total information awareness which was originally a darpa project uh, all of those are being rolled out under the guise of fighting covid 19. it's almost entirely funded and operated by the cia and the u.s military all of these vaccines will be deployed, folks. And make no mistake about it, there are no safe vaccines here. Anybody that's telling you that is either uninformed or lying to your face. I'm really... <laughs> a lot of the stuff that David Knight puts, puts, puts out is really in contradiction to, to uh, Alex Jones. Now, I'm not saying Alex Jones is touting the vaccines. He just won't say anything bad about Trump at all. He won't say how he's implicated in the vaccine agenda. He'll just say that... You know, he's surrounded by swamp creatures and he's doing the best he can do. Just the, the, the normal standard lies you expect from Jones. David Knight's not like that. And um, he even said in the last broadcast that I heard that, you know, he didn't vote for either Biden or Trump. He knows too much to, has, to, 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 to um, he knows too much about both candidates to, to feel good about doing that either way. So he says a lot of things on here that I'm surprised he's, he's on alex jones's platform at this point still but he's he's still there there are no safe vaccines there are no safe vaccines in the operation warp speed program whatsoever oh, no. why is that being developed well i'll tell you why it's shrouded in secrecy when you look at the secrecy of this uh, guys show this uh, this uh, contract here for moderna this is just one of the contracts an award and a contract uh, for Moderna, and if you look at this, almost every part of this is redacted. So it's 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 fascism. It's it's the military industrial complex commingling itself with the um, the uh, medical pharma cartels, and and that's they're they're in unison. They're they're linking up and um, forming this union together. Now, if you didn't know already that uh, most of the people involved in this are... He's showing the documents. He's flipping the pages, and you're seeing all the redactions. Military personnel. And if you didn't know the CIA and DARPA's involvement in this, 
Just looking at this redacted document, this goes on for 50-some-odd pages, 53 pages. Almost all of it is completely redacted. The only thing that's not redacted are the headlines, you know, the quantity, yeah. the unit price, uh, when it's going to be delivered. Uh, all of that is redacted, uh, except for the, uh, the, the uh, titles of it, the headings. But one thing that's not redacted, I think is on like uh, page, uh, let's see, page 19. I finally found something wasn't redacted. And in that, they talk about what the objective is. Base period, which is nine months, in a nine-month period, they want large-scale manufacturing of 100 million vaccine doses. Oh, but don't worry, it's all tested, right? No, no, no. I pointed out many times, you look at the phase three testing of therapeutics versus the phase three testing of vaccines. Look at the FDA, look at the NIH, look at what they say about what they do. I'm not going to go into that again. But you don't test vaccines. Vaccines are never tested for efficacy. They're not supposed to talk about efficacy, even though Fauci does all the time. No, no, no. They, uh, they do some short-term testing to see if people get sick or die. And, of course, when that happens, they say, oh, it's not the vaccine, move on, which we've already seen that now with AstraZeneca. But they do some short-term testing, which, they, by the way, they skip the animal testing. Why? Because you're the guinea pig. You and your family, your children are the guinea pigs. But the CIA, the Department of Defense, and DARPA. So they skip the animal testing. Uh, they do a little bit of testing, and then they're going to start vaccinating people, and then they will watch people for two years. That's how they come up with their so-called uh, effectiveness, which is different from efficacy. They play these semantic games to confuse you, to lie to you. They're prevaricating around the bush, if you will. So they don't talk about efficacy with vaccines because they don't do any challenge testing. They don't, they don't inject somebody and then expose them to whatever it is they're supposed to be protected from. They inject people and then they watch them for a couple of years. And again, that might be one of the reasons why in this AstraZeneca thing, the control group was allegedly given meningitis. That's what uh, uh, the meningitis vaccine. That's the way it was reported by Reuters. They said, well, we, you know, he probably was given the placebo, a meningitis vaccine. Mm, okay. Because we know that, you know, since safety is job number one, uh, they would have stopped the trials if he had been given the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. Oh, you know that, do you? Or are you assuming that? But as a listener pointed out, perhaps the reason they use the meningitis vaccine is because, you know, they're going to be comparing side effects, long-term side effects and other things, uh, the two different groups. Uh, if the meningitis also uh, gives people some symptoms, they can say, see, it's no worse in the control group than it is in the uh, placebo, placebo group. Anyway, 100 million vaccine doses for the first nine-month period with overlapping options for a total of 20 months if all options are exercised. And the other options are uh, another four options of another 100 million apiece. So they have objective of producing as many as 500 million vaccine doses. Why do they have to do that many? That's more than we have here in the United States. More than we have uh, people. We've only got about 330 million people, but they're going to produce 500 million of these just for starters, just for Moderna. And so uh, when we and look, there's eight, there's eight at the at the forefront, and there's way many more beyond that, dozens and dozens more beyond those eight that are in the lead. 
Look at this, uh, one of the comments that Joseph uh, McCullough, Dr. McCullough points out, he says, uh, this is shrouded in secrecy. I pointed out how many people in the FDA are concerned about the fact that there's only one individual in the FDA that's even allowed to see what's going on in Operation Warp Speed because, you know, it's all redacted documents like this. Yeah, of course. This is a military operation, folks. Yeah. This is the CIA. Which is what Donald Trump initiated. He was the one that initiated it. Now, granted, you could say, well, it was FEMA that was doing it and he's the figurehead. Still, he's still the one that has brought it to the attention of America and is pushing it as well. So... He's their greatest spokesperson. Operation. You better understand that. You can look at this, can't you? Look at the fact that it's compartmentalized. Look at the fact that it's redacted. Yeah. And then you He's can... showing it on the screen. It's, it's just a joke. It's all redacted. Page after page of just black marks through um, the verbiage. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. See some of the other connections here. Palantir. As I pointed out, Palantir has been given a contract to come up with vaccine allocation strategy. What is Palantir? <clears throat> well, they're a company that was created by the CIA's venture capital firm uh, to basically mine data and to do geospatial intelligence, mapping where people are and mapping their political beliefs, their religious beliefs. And, you know, conveniently mapping whether or not they've been vaccinated and how many times and where they are. Uh, so Palantir is involved. We have Monsef Slawi, as I reported before, talking about pharmacovigilance surveillance. That's right. They're going to be watching you for a couple of years. Uh, as McCullough points out, the connection of Monsef Slawi and DARPA and others to another part of medicine that they really haven't talked about, we haven't talked about much, and I haven't mentioned it much. When I look at these pharmaceutical uh, conferences where you have the usual suspects, you have Monsef Slaoui, you have Francis Collins, frequently you have Fauci uh, speaking. Lately, they've been talking a lot about bioelectronic medicine. The vaccine coordinator for Operation Warp Speed is Matt Hepburn, a former program manager for DARPA, where he oversaw the development of Profusa, an implantable biosensor that allows a person's physiology to be examined at a distance via smartphone phone connectivity. Profusa is also backed by Google. Salafi is also invested in a company called Galvani Bioelectronics, co-founded by a Google subsidiary. Folks, when you look at the bioelectronics aspect of this, you look at the fact that we have two major human experimentators, the two biggest human experiments we've ever seen in the history of mankind. Yep. Uh, these Operation Warp Speed vaccines and 5G. And maybe the two of them are related. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Unbelievable. And and Trump's going along with every bit of it. You know, He's the one that's done more to bring it about than anybody I know of. Uh, okay. <clears throat> then this is from Peggy Hall, Healthy American. Judge declares Governor Newsom's emergency orders unlawful. So a little bit of positive news here. Oh, all right, lots of exciting things to share. Today was a landmark day here in California. Yes, you know how we've been wanting to sue the governor, and there are many lawsuits against the governor. There are lawsuits against the governor in your state, I'm sure of it. And here in California, the lawsuit had a judgment, and it was an injunction. An injunction means to prevent someone from doing something. So let's take a look here, shall we? I'm going to share once more, and this comes from a wonderful 
public official, Kevin Kiley, and he also is running for re-election. Here he is, Kevin Kiley, California legislator. He is an assembly person, and he is up for re-election. He is also, um, he's not, well, let's say, let's see how I can say it. He has a JD, which is a, a Juris Doctorate. So he has studied law. I believe he went to Yale and Harvard. He's extremely well-educated. He's very intelligent. You can go back and watch the proceedings here in California. And he and his colleague, um, let's see, that uh, James Gallagher is another person that has a law degree. And they represented themselves. And really, they represented us, we the people, because what this ruling says is that Governor Newsom has got to lay off these emergency orders. He has extended and has taken authority where it doesn't exist. I created a video on this on May 6th saying exactly this, that his executive orders were null and void. And today we are vindicated. Now, listen, we do not need any judge to tell you that you have your rights, but it is satisfying to know that this judge has ruled on the side of law and it is a little bit and maybe a lot bit more to rein that governor in. And if he doesn't, then he will be in contempt of court. And when you are in contempt of court, that is when the sheriff can show up, handcuff you, haul you off to jail, throw your Keister. Throw you in jail. You know what I'm about to say. Throw you in jail. And uh, then you await um, because you're in contempt of court. And then you have another hearing to decide whether you, you are going to follow the law or not. So uh, this is the actual ruling. And here it is. It was the Superior Court in the state of California. I cannot find this document and get it any larger for you. But I'll show you this was back in June, all right? So I did my video in May and these fellows submitted their lawsuit in June. This is how long it took to wind its way through the courts. So everyone says, Peggy, Peggy, I wanna sue them, I wanna sue them. Often there are other remedies aside from legal remedies where you can have these conversations, you can put people on notice and suing the government and suing uh, cities and suing counties is different than suing an individual. And I want to take you through another course where I'm going to show you how you can sue these um, stores like Smart and Final. I'm, I'm about to create this. Um, oh, my gosh, I've just had it with Smart and Final. So we definitely are going to take legal action against Smart and Final. And then I'm also going to be taking legal action against my city. And I'm in that process right now. But suing a government agent or agency is different than suing a private company and there are different procedures that need to happen so here's what this is june july august september june july august september october november so it's basically just about five months oh my gosh but here's what it says it says uh the the executive order in 6720 which had to do with our voting i believe and and maybe even uh, there were other things in that executive order. It is suspended as an impermissible use of legislative powers in violation of the California Constitution and the laws of the state of California. Let's have a big round of applause, everybody. This is huge. 
And the reason why this is huge is because now there is a precedent, there is a legal authority, a court has come out to say that this governor in California, just like the governor in Pennsylvania, and just like the governor in Michigan, and just like the governor in Illinois, and just like the governor in every single state in the United States, has overstepped their authority. There is no legal authority to suspend the constitution of your state, nor the constitution of the United States. I'm sick of it, you know it, and I know you are sick of it as well. Kevin Kiley and James Gallagher, my hat is off to you. You took it to the mat. They were exemplary in, in the court hearing. I, I really um, would love for you to go back and watch that if you can find it. They already scrubbed it from a live feed on Facebook. And further, um, so it says now he is further ordered to appear before the court and uh because here's here's my understanding all right so it's really exciting here's my understanding not only is that ruled uh invalid and unlawful further he may not execute any additional executive orders under this state of emergency that's my understanding i need to dig a little deeper but i wanted to bring you the news right off the bat when i heard about it and also since this is monday i want to leave you with my pmo my positive mental outlook and for today my pmo is this and listen we're coming right upon the elections tomorrow if you live in california i think you know the way that you need to vote no on all of the propositions except for 20 and 22 okay yep. well that's kind of past there so but i wanted to kind of let her talk a little bit there and then <clears throat> listener comment uh and it's entitled well 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 children didn't get their required vaccines during this pandemic and there are 30 percent less unexplained deaths as a result of that evidently in children perhaps we should keep this lockdown going then for the sake of our children's lives joking of course but it goes to show that vaccines are the cause of these children's deaths yes i've reported on this as well COVID-19 has provided an interesting and positive natural experiment illustrating the correlation between vaccination and sudden infant and child deaths, as Health Choice publication wrote in June. Amid the near-universal lockdowns this spring, deaths in very young children fell by roughly 30%. That's pretty huge. Around the same time that public health officials observed a sharp decline in the well the medical well visits which they should be death visits at which routine vaccination takes place yeah 33 percent drop in child deaths why because they there was a, a sharp decline in these vaccine jab death visits that's why cheering the fact that over 200 young lives have been saved each week Health Choice suggests that this outcome calls into question the very actions, widespread mandated vaccines for all, that the infectious disease and the public health community have been pushing on us for years. Well, because they're of the father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works, they will do. I'm not saying all MDs or nurses are like that. I'm not saying that. But the, the medical pharma cartels that control the, you know, the hospitals and, and the mds and these types of things or where they get their education i mean they're unfortunately it's a it's a very very flawed system pushing a very very flawed ideology but all by design on purpose 
And the last report here is implementation of the current draconian measures that so extremely restrict fundamental rights can only be justified if there's one reason to fear that a truly exceptional dangerous virus is threatening us. Do any scientifically sound data exist to support this contention for COVID-19? I assert the answer is simply no. And that was from Dr. Sukart Bacardi, a specialist in microbiology and one of the most cited research scientists in German history. Read more about him here. There's a link to that. Three weeks ago, I published an article about the Great Barrington Declaration. At the time, the declaration had approximately 34,000 signatures from doctors and scientists, good doctors and scientists, from around the world opposing lockdown measures as a way to combat COVID-19, something the declaration describes as less dangerous than the common flu, influenza. Viruses like already existing coronaviruses and other respiratory viruses infect billions of people a year. Remember, the coronavirus is the common cold. They infect billions of people every year and kill, and actually can kill tens of millions a year. But most of those people that die have other, all kind of other health issues going on. Why, why is, but why is there no global panic over those that have happened over the millennium? Yet we'll lock down everything over like the one UK nurse was pointing you know, three deaths in three different hospitals over the last month. We'll lock her all down. I mean, it's it's the big, this is the biggest scamdemic lie sham that has ever been perpetuated on humanity ever in the history of mankind. I'll go so far as to say that because I don't know of anything that could possibly compare with this. Um, the declaration now has is up to 45,000 signatures from doctors and scientists and approximately 600,000 signatures from concerned citizens. According to these doctors, lockdown measures do more harm than good and are not an effective way to deal with COVID-19. This echoes the sentiments of many other during the crisis, yet governments still say they have the authority to mandate measures they deem fit. It doesn't seem to matter that there are many in the field who disagree with these measures. An article published in the British Medical Journal has suggested that quarantine measures in the UK as the result of the new coronavirus may already be have killed more uk seniors than the coronavirus has during the peak of the virus oh absolutely you can read more about that here there's a link there it's common to hear mainstream media claim that our top health experts are encouraging global lockdown measures and some have but it doesn't seem to be the majority so that's all i have for today and lord willing we'll be back next week for another audio so god bless you and see you then